All right, Grizz Nation, here we go. Uh, we are back for another episode. Man, Luke, it is good to be back. Good to be talking some Grizz sports, man. Absolutely. It's uh, it's great to be a Grizz right now. It's it's it really hard to put the big old goose egg on the scoreboard. And, man, I just, it, as a you know defensive player, that's just huge. It just, it doesn't happen a lot. And, I mean, I know you hear this a lot, but in today's day of football, it's even harder. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. I think that's the last two times we played Northern Colorado. Goose egg. 35 to 0 and 40 to 0. Heck yeah. I was actually at that 35 to 0 game in in Greeley. Oh, nice. Awesome. So, love seeing that again, especially considering they've put up points against people this year. Yeah, they have. They put. So, it's, uh, yeah, I was was very impressed with our defense this weekend. Well, guys, before we get into it, let's, uh, uh, Thank all you guys, listeners, for for listening to us. We've had uh, some great responses. Uh, we're just glad that you guys want to listen to us and that we get to do this every each and every week. So uh, thank you. Tell your friends. Uh, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, that helps us tremendously uh, with their algorithms on these podcast platforms. If you don't have enough um, reviews or actually rate, uh, reviews or rates, um, you don't get pushed out. So make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends. Um, give us those five stars. Give us those reviews. Uh, and then also, you know, get a hold of us. We love to hear from the fans out there like us. We're just fans too. So, you know, we, we might not be accurate or correct. We might be most likely all wrong, but hey, that's what what of being a fan is, is is being wrong and talking sports. So uh, before we get into football, guys, just want to kind of go over some things that maybe uh, as a Grizz update that things are happening. Um, let's start in men's basketball. They are, you know, just right around the corner, guys, of starting their, their season. So um, recently they played the Saturday Western Washington. Uh, they beat up on them by 31 points, 99 to 68. Oh, nice. Uh, the, so they'll play Northwest Indian College. Uh, that one will be on ESPN+. Plus. Um, that'll be Tuesday, November 7th. Um, and then they that next Friday, they head to Oregon and Eugene. So, oh, wow. yeah, they're going to be playing some really tough opponents. But uh, the women, the women as well, they have one more exhibition um, this week. With us Wednesday against St. Martin's at Del Barg Arena. So make sure you go support them at seven o'clock. And then they had that next Monday. Uh, they have this is a, a crazy, this is gonna be a good game. Gonzaga um, at Del Barg Arena, November 6th, that Monday at 7 p.m. Um, Gonzaga usually has a really good women's team as well. So uh, make sure you guys can support the ladies out there. Uh, get that, get to Dahlberg Arena or Robin Selvig Court as well. Um, so ESPN Plus has that. But also, if you guys can make it to Missoula, Montana uh, at 7 o'clock, go support them. Yeah, pack, pack the old Adam Center. That's right. That's right. Um, this week, as of Friday, it's so crazy. You know, we're number one in football and we're number one in football, right? Uh, <laughs> so uh, football and, and soccer going, guys. Uh, we have had probably our best to date uh, standings, right? Our mm-hmm. best seven and zero and one in the conference without a loss this year. Amazing! This team has really had it cooking. They've had some really good wins, some really good draws with some really good teams. 
They are in the Big Sky Tournament down in Flagstaff. They have the number one seed, so they won't play until the semifinals. Um, so I don't know who they play. They are lined up with Northern Arizona on that side. So I, if I'm a betting man, I'd probably go with Northern Arizona since it's home field uh, advantage and, and they're the better team. Uh, so that could be a, a matchup. We beat them this year 1-0. Um, and so could be a, a good game. That one is at November 3rd, that Friday at 7 p.m. So it'll be on ESPN Plus. So definitely get some uh, soccer in before we we have some football. Yeah, because football's night game. So yeah, that, exactly. that soccer game's probably during the day. So check it out. Yep. And they are, the girls already brought home the hardware for the regular season. Yep. Big Sky Champions. So it'd be sure sweet to have them win this too. Yeah, get to the playoffs and get to the, the tournament. So mm-hmm. uh, volleyball, uh, they, they had a, a couple hard uh, road stretches here at Sacramento State and at Portland State and then at Bozeman um, where they've lost one to three in those all those matches. Uh, they returned to Dahlberg Arena uh, this Thursday and Saturday. They'll play Northern Arizona and then Northern Colorado. Um, both of those are on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, one of those on Thursday is at 7 p.m. and the Saturday is at noon. So if you are going to hit up the game at six o'clock for football make sure you come to the northern colorado volleyball game at 12 and then you can hit both have some lunch or have some a late, uh, late dinner and go to the football game so uh definitely go support them guys uh they are working hard and uh yeah congrats to them and all the all the what they do um can't wait to watch some other sports than football and, and some basketball starting up. So it's just ratcheting up with the, all the fall sports, man. Yeah, we start getting in November and it, everything starts overlapping. And so it's like you can get as much Grizz sports as you'd like. It's great. It is. It is. So, you know, we're going to go from there. We're going to go into uh, the shellacking, the goose egg, as we would, I believe you said, Luke, mm-hmm. and uh, go into this northern Colorado win that we had uh, 40 to zero. Uh, we talked off air of how awesome it was just to, to see the performances, you know, as offense and defense. Uh, what were your first thoughts? We'll go through our, our first thoughts and then go into offense and defense and, and go from there. So, I mean, the defense looked nasty, took the offense a little bit to get going. Um, it felt like, you know, we were off just a little bit to start on the offense. But, man, our defense was just, I mean, they weren't getting first downs. They weren't getting, they had negative yards for the longest time. And it was just, those boys were flying around. And it didn't take long where it didn't feel like Northern Colorado even wanted to be there anymore. Yeah. Um, they took the football out of them quick on Saturday, uh, which, as a defensive player, is a lot of fun. Because um, they're flying around, making hits. I mean, Two pick sixes. When's the last time that happened? Where you get two pick sixes? Yeah. And that's the I th- I love the uh, after the game they were interviewing Riley uh, Wilson because he had an awesome game with three sacks. But they was asking about that and he called them the Highway One Boys uh, with their two pick sixes and I thought <laughs> that was pretty cool. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he he's had the last two games he's had an amazing amazing performances. Um, yeah. Riley Wilson, that is, with, you know, five, yeah, he five was sacks. Named uh, Big Sky Conference Defensive yep. Player of the, of the Week uh, today. So, I mean, the kid's just, I mean, getting better every game. And, I mean, 
he's just a freshman too. Yeah. He is. He is. I think he's a sophomore. I think he's a sophomore. Okay. Yeah. We got a lot of a lot of time left with him. Yeah. Uh, and historically, we've had some pretty good number forty twos out there with Bus and Boomer in the past, and this yep. looks like we got another one here. He's uh, he just keeps flying in the ball and finding his way in that backfield, and that's you know we were talking about that earlier in the season how we got to get in the backfield and. Now we're playing against teams that are holding on that ball a little bit more and wanting to throw, and boy, <clears throat> they're getting in there. And part of it's too because Gubs had a huge game. I mean, they were yeah, they were trying everything they could to block that guy. I mean, there's times they're double teaming and he's still getting off and making the tackle and stuff. Yeah, um, he is a beast out there, just yeah, a man child. The way he plays, we are lucky to have that man on our team. We are, we are. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's crazy to look at just. You know, that first quarter, you look at it and you're like, oh, man, this is not good. <laughs> the offense was sputtering. But, like, um, the first quarter, we, we knock out their quarterback. I believe it was the first quarter. It could be wrong. Knock out uh, Sermon. They put in their backup corner back. We knock him out. Yeah. Sermon comes back, back in. in. <laughs> and then Sermon's just like, this is this well, sucks. He didn't want to be there. His hand, no. his elbow was hurting. I mean, we the boys were putting the hurt on the quarterbacks. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and on a, on a cold day too, when you get hit that hard, uh, some of those hits oh. that Riley Wilson hit where he was just—he didn't even know that was coming. Just a boom, and if you smash so your fingers on cold days oh. like that, like between helmets or on helmets, yeah. Oh my gosh! Like it just—it's everything gets so stiff. It's not—it's yep. not good. It's not good. But so yeah, it, like I had—I I thought about the same thing. Like with the offense, it took him a while. One of the things, and I think we talked uh, talk about this off air, is just how wide the offensive line yeah. was. And, you know, I, I've seen that a couple times in, in the upper echelon of FBS college where they're, you know, more pass oriented. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen that with running, though. Yeah. Well, I think if you're running like those zone blocking schemes, it can kind yeah. of help spread out the defense and create holes faster, if you will. Um, so that helps there. And I mean, it was one of those things you'd see back in the day with the old air raid offenses and yeah. stuff too. And I remember like, I think it was, God, who was it? Uh, Southern Utah or something. There was one, they, they used to do the, they'd spread their hands out and spread stuff. Hands. And they had huge splits too. And so, yeah, I mean, they weren't that big, but I think that's part of it too, is just, it's, you're almost with both passing and running, you're creating that pocket more, mm-hmm. um, yeah. your old offensive line a little more time to, you know, get to their blocks and stuff. So it's, it seems to be working. So it does, it does take it. Um, yep. you know, the, the other big surprise, which I didn't expect, and I don't think anybody did was to see Mr. Ayat out there yep. slinging the ball, like his old man. Um, like they threw him in and I was like, Oh, Whoa, what, what's going on here? Like, I just didn't expect it all. And then the poise he played with. Oh, that that's what hit me. It's just, just, yeah. The, unbelievable. The stage was not, too big for him. No. He seemed so calm. Just matter of fact, did his business. Moved I, around I was, in the pocket great, too. I mean, and, yeah. and kept his eyes downfield for targets. It just, yep. I was pleasantly surprised because it felt like, um, it felt like Clifton was off a little bit in his throws. Like, I mean, a there was guys bit. dropping balls and stuff, too, but it seems like they were a little behind and things like that. And, boy, well, if, I, they weren't, I, if they weren't behind, they were overthrown, too. Overthrown, like, yeah. 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 Like, we're, we're, he, I got what he was just he was on target, it felt like. Um, and and you know, those things can be you know dealt with, but I haven't seen him 
uh, McDowell, that is, with the indecision. Mm-hmm. Like, you hadn't seen that. Like, in the previous games, he would decide on something, and then he would do it. But there was – I don't know if it was just the who they were playing or what they were doing. Yeah. Just the indecision was there. Or if he was like, hey, uh, I know – because if you look at all the pregame and postgame – you know, we've talked about it as well, is that this was something that was going to happen, right? The, yeah. For four weeks, this was going to... Yeah, um, Bobby, he's, he's been yeah. number two for four weeks. They've been thinking about playing Ayat. So is it something that going into it, they're like, hey, McDowell, we are actually going to go for this. He's going to play. And so was that kind of some indecision of, oh, man, I've got I've to play lights out, so I'm worrying about my position? No, I don't think he's worried about his position. Because, like, after the game, um, I saw Clifton uh, tweet some stuff yeah. about Ayat, and, like, everybody's yeah. super pumped for him. Like, oh, he yeah. He earned his way up there. And, and they it was scripted. The way they brought him yeah. in, it was, like, it was totally planned for oh, that yeah. to happen. Um, one of the things with Clifton that I couldn't tell because the camera sucked on showing the secondary was I couldn't tell if the reason he wasn't getting rid of the ball is because the coverage is really good. And he didn't want to make a mistake. Um, you heard Marty talking about it. He's like, just throw it away then, you know, instead of yeah. taking the sack. But yeah. That was one thing I couldn't tell. It felt to me like the coverage was good. And he just wasn't seeing something he liked. And so mm-hmm. rather than throwing it and making a mistake, he held on to it, which I actually think is a good thing. You know, you know don't throw yeah. a pick or something like that. But I wish I could see the all 22 to see how the coverage was because when I came in, <clears throat> he was yeah. making faster decisions and, and hitting guys and guys yeah. were getting open. And then, to me, I feel like our receivers are good enough where they should be able to get that separation and stuff. Well, and McDowell, with his skill set, he's going to want to hold on to the ball too and yeah. to create. And so I just don't think that that might not be something in his repertoire where he he might be able to kind of develop that. But let's be honest, like he hasn't had too much time to v- develop his, his craft, right? He's yeah. – yeah, he's a junior, but – he, this is the first time he's actually had starting minutes in an actual yeah. game. Yeah. Um, and so that's going to be kind of interesting to see what happens. I know, <laughs> and I think we probably have a couple questions of, of, you know, do we have a quarter? Like one of my best friends do is, said, hey, do we have a quarterback uh, controversy, controversy yet? Or yet? Or yet as yeah. Bra- yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that we'll get to questions like that. But man, Gilman too, holy oh, yeah. cow, just dragging guys. Uh, he had a what oh. a game. Yeah, him and Osmo. They and then even when Harris came in, he was running good. They yeah. all were running good, and the line was blocking good. I mean, they're driving guys into the ground and stuff. I mean, it's just yep. uh, I was impressed. Fourteen was, carries, one hundred and six yeah. yards for Gilman and two touchdowns. He always, you know, falls forward like he does. He's one you never seen get pushed back. It's always the piles always moving forward. He is very talented. And yeah, I just want to throw some, I've seen this on a few messages where people are worried that we're gonna lose him. Like, oh god, transfer portal. So I've been seeing people talking about this. I want to tell you, he ain't going anywhere. He turned off his recruiting because he wanted to come to Montana. He's like, yeah. This is where I want to go. So yeah. his whole senior year, he wasn't taking calls from other um programs. He shut everything down and said, I'm coming here. He yeah. wants to be a Montana Grizzly, and he's happy being here. And the thing is, is like he's already tearing it up now. He'll he gets he'll get pro looks. I mean, oh yeah, we hit 
NFL teams on our, our uh, practice all the, our, our practice all the time. So he, he's not going anywhere, in my opinion. No, we've had, we've he's had, very we've happy seen. here, and, and we're going to keep him right here. And same yeah, with I got people are like, oh crap, he looks good. He's a friend. He ain't going. He's he's got maroon coming right out of his blood. So <laughs> we had actually uh, Eli on the podcast as a as a um, coming out of high school, uh, and he kind of talked about um, some of the things of what happened in his recruitment, which is really interesting. Go listen to it. Um, he wants to beat North Dakota State. Uh, he feels a little spurned by them, um, and <laughs> so very very interesting on on what what he wants to do with that. Um, and so, it, yeah, he, he, he's a, a gem, right? Yeah. He, as, as a freshman, uh, he's up for the Jerry Rice award, top freshman in the country. You know, if he keeps on playing like this, there's no way that he's not going to win that award. Think about him and Ayat. We got, yeah. you know, three years left of, of Gilman, four of Ayat. Yeah. Whew. The future looks bright for, for, uh, our quarterback and running back position exactly yeah well then you got nick osmo man 13 Mm -hmm. carries 86 yards uh man he hit he he had one run where he hit that cornerback and i literally thought that the cornerback was just going to stay down because like he trucked him and rolled over top of him and i thought that if he could get his feet down he probably would have kept on going but he got tangled up with the guy's legs by no means of actually tackling him. Oh my lord, yeah. dude! Osmo's like a big Mack truck, just looking oh, to run people good over. Lord. It's just like, rrr, rrr. I mean, oh. like, it's like, oh, I love I, watching him run out in the open oh. field like that, and just like not being afraid of contact. Like, come get me. See and what, what, and what <laughs> Yeah, and what, just with him, like you know, with some of the things that medically wise have happened to him, to still just give up your body like that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I give a testament to him. Cause that, that is amazing. Yeah. And then did you hear, like, I don't know if Marty was supposed to say it, but he was like, Oh yeah, he's probably going to be, this is his last year. Yeah, He announced that, that it was. Oh, out he? There before okay. he, yeah. He put it out there that it, this, this is going to be his last year, which surprises me that he's saying that this early, early. Yeah. Um, so you never know what could happen. Cause Last year, also, Governor ran out with the seniors, and he was yeah. talking about. It. But boy, you know, the season ends, and all of a sudden that itch comes because, yeah, I mean, there's always that day. I mean, you never know what's going to come when you you can't play anymore. Yep, and it happens to every one of us. Um, and so you know, rather than you making that decision yourself, like, oh, I'm just done, and then regretting it, I I, I could see him possibly coming back, but I think there's going to be some soul searching after the season's over. Um depending on how we finish and stuff, but you know, I, I wouldn't hold it to him right now. Let's, let's see what he decides after the season's over. Cause when football ends and you start thinking, Oh, that was it. I'm yeah. done. Done. Mm-hmm. Um, you might change your mind and come back. Exactly. Point. Exactly. Um, one thing that kind of uh, surprised me too is just Glasgow, right? He was off. Um, you, you saw him, Throw a yeah. pretty good ball that th- he threw it into an interception on that fake punt. He threw the ball though. I think there's like three or four players there. Um, not, not a, yeah, I didn't know who threw that, so I didn't rewatch that. So, yeah, huh. I believe that was Glasgow. I believe maybe it was Benham. Sorry, maybe I'm, I can't I'm totally remember. I just I couldn't remember who it was. So, but yeah, he he had a hard game, and, and you know we 
we switched that with uh, Ram, or, uh, yeah, Rico Ramos, Ramos the rest of the game, and I, I saw him uh, going out. So hopefully he is okay. Hopefully he can come back and, and start doing yeah, what I he was doing. I'd heard he went up the out. tunnel too. Yeah, um, yeah they so showed it on that. Yeah. I don't know if he got hurt or what, but something was off. Like mm-hmm. the ball wasn't coming off his foot like it normally does. Yeah. Um, like and for him to like hook one out of bounds like that too, that was something something was definitely off. You know, I don't yeah. know what it was, but yeah. So I mean, luckily we have Ramos there to like, you know, come in and you know, as a not all teams have a backup kicker that can actually come in and play. So well, yeah, and, and just the fact that on that long 40 yarder. You know, I know it's colder out, but he hit. I believe he hit Liam Brown in the in the back. Yeah, the it hit him in the head. So yeah, that, you know, and, and Marty was saying on the broadcast he probably, you know, I was trying to see, hit it off the top of the ball, which will drive it lower or something. Lower, yeah, yeah. That that doesn't happen too often. Where you're, I mean, usually on, you might see that if you're going for some really extremely yeah. long kick, fifty-five plus or something. But yeah. he was just off. I'm not off. sure what the deal was. Yeah, luckily so we that, have to depend on him because he saved our butts in Idaho. So exactly, exactly. Uh, some numbers, guys. You know, uh, these are these are just crazy numbers, crazy numbers. UNC eighteen rushing yards, point six average. Yeah, they couldn't they couldn't do crap against them. No. Passing yards seventy six, three point three average. Total of ninety four yards total for the whole game. So. I can't. I'm, I can't remember. Where I heard it today. If it was a QB club or if it was one of the pressures, but Bobby said, if you take the yardage that our defensive players got running back those for touchdowns, they had 82 yards. They almost had more yards than the offense did Jeez. for UNC. I was like, dang, wow. that's awesome. That is <laughs> one for 15 for uh, third down conversion. Uh, six sacks our defense had. You know our offense, two eighty five on the on the uh, the ground, one hundred and seventy passing yards, four fifty five total. Uh, we helped. We got the ball for thirty five minutes plus. That third down percentage has gone up, and which is something that I've been kind of watching. In at seven for fifteen, uh, one for two for fourth down, and we had those uh, six sacks. But we also gave up three sacks, and a lot of those were just Clifton kind of making something, yeah. trying to make something out of nothing. It wasn't necessarily our our offensive it, line but it was totally kind of not to blame clifton but it those were clifton's they, they felt more like a coverage sack or it didn't it wasn't a breakdown our offensive no, line he no. had time back there yeah. and it was just you know you only block for so long and you're not sure where he's moving around to so yeah, yeah. so and then you kind of going down the the stats guys clifton was seven for 14 81 yards one touchdown uh, he also had 18 carries for 78 yards, uh, sacked three times. Um, is it Kilili Ayat? I cannot pronounce it. I am, I'm, an, I'm a horrible a Kilili Ayat, Kilili Ayat, nine for 13, 89 yards, one touchdown. Uh, man, I was so impressed. I was so impressed by that guy. Uh, yeah. Um, a, oh, man. If you may have seen, I, I posted out there, I'm on the Ayat train. Um, <laughs> I was a huge fan of his dad's. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I, I said in earlier pods, I kept hearing like whispers of like how he good he was doing at practice mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And like that he's looking really good. And it's like, oh, man, you know, how good? Well, yeah. there you go. We just yeah. saw how good. I mean, 
that ball to that, I mean, touchdown pass to Bergen. I mean, just so smooth. And that route yeah. Bergen ran, I mean, man, Bergen's filthy out there. He just, yeah. gosh, he's good. And the ball just flew out of oh, his hand. It just came, it came just out of his came hand out. and just looked so good. There's a cool picture, and I, I shared it on Twitter. Of his dad and him. Dad and him yep. both throw. It looks, it's so cool side by side. Um, yeah, if I if I can find it, I'll give we'll give credit to the guy. But it's yeah. it is a cool picture. So if you haven't seen it, get out there on Twitter and and check yeah. it out because they're side by side and it's. Have crazy. you seen the Have you seen the uh, uh, the actual video of Ayat and his dad getting their first touchdowns? Oh, yeah, I did. I saw. I, that I was cool shared too. that one too. So Jackson Wagner sh- shared the one of the side by sides of. Okay. You know, the cool thing was this is another little tidbit. I think most people know this. Yeah. When Ayat started in 96, that's when we changed colors. The maroon again. We went oh, okay. Copper. At the end of 95, when we won the championship, that was the last time when we wore the, the copper and gold for the full season. We switched to the maroon and silver Okay. Uh, when his dad was playing. so That's cool. Pretty cool. Man. Yeah, uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, one thing, and I know this is, is kind of a stupid thing that people will say, but, you know, coming from Hawaii, uh, the cold did not affect him. You know, and, and you, you never know. You never know. You know, probably going out there, you're you get jazzed up and whatnot. But just crazy, crazy well, to see him play like that. I would love to see us start recruiting Hawaii again. Yeah, over the years we've had some amazing Hawaiians like yep. Kelly Bryant, um, who's passed now, but he was an amazing defensive tackle. That guy who benched five fifty, like Jeez. insane. Um, guys like Jacob Yoro, Kamakaya Kamaloa. Um, mm-hmm. We've had all the uh, Raul Pachenko back when him and I out were throwing. I mean, it was, we've had all these really great uh, guys from Hawaii that played well. Like you think yeah. again, up here in the cold, the cold don't bother them guys at all. They they come out of Hawaii, come up here to Montana, and just and, you know do great things for us. So yeah, uh, it's great that we're back there, you know, recruiting Hawaii and getting those kids. So well, let's talk about the defense. We kind of talked about the offense. Let's talk about this defense a little bit more. <laughs> Jackson Lee interception, man, I was impressed with his running. Goodness yeah. gracious, like, he's breaking oh. tackles and stuff. He looked like an offensive player out there. I was just like, go, 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 <laughs> yelling at I the GD. For sure he was because there were so many guys in front of him. I thought, oh, he's not going to get all the way, but he made it all the way and broke a couple tackles, and yeah, that was awesome. And then the Braxton Hill with his interception for a touchdown. Uh, both Dude, of those guys, my God, Braxton Hill can move. Oh, yeah, like, for how big he is. I'm like, I want to know what his 40 time is. He's a big yeah. dude, and he hauls ass. Like, yeah. he moves. Yep. Um, yeah. So this is this is a crazy stat line, and I don't think I've probably uh, – well, not, not, not as many sacks, but 11 tackles for loss, six sacks, two interceptions. You've got uh, five breakups – or four breakups, sorry, and then six quarterback hurries. And two touchdowns. And two touchdowns off of those interceptions. Yeah. Like, that—that that is nuts. And to hold your opponent for under 90, 95 yards in a whole game. Like I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, that didn't happen in football. No, no. Like, football's designed for scoring. Yeah. Especially college football. That's why, like. Maybe in the 1910s where they ran the ball and they didn't <laughs> right. throw the ball. Like, yeah, the old uh, the three yards in a cloud of dust, you know? <laughs> exactly. um, yeah, like, I mean, these days it's made for high score. And that's why, like, my joke is always, like, take the over if you're going to bet college football. Because <laughs> it always, like, seems to go over. But, yeah. 
my goodness, like just to, to shut them out like that. I mean, the defense was just teeing off on people and yeah. couldn't, like I said, their offense didn't want to be there anymore. They were done playing football. Well, and, and I thought it was, you know, to, to do it on Northern Colorado, people will go, eh, it was on Northern Colorado, but that coaching staff that Northern Colorado has is a good coaching staff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ed Lamb is a good coach and he's going to, from so far, from what we've seen, he's he's kind of turned a a corner. Not maybe not a lot of corners, but you know he's turned a corner with that team where he's gotten them into some games this year um, that probably they weren't in at all the previous last two or three years with McCafferty. Well, he's, um, so, he's definitely got that team. Like his him him and his staff are committed. Yeah. Now, yes, we just beat him forty to nothing, yeah. but. If you look here, I mean, they only lost to Sac State 21-13. Yep. That game was there. They yeah. should have beat Weber, but threw yep. a pick six at the end where they lost 28-21. Yep. Um, Idaho State, they lost 35-21. Uh, and that was a lot closer game. Yeah. I watched that game. Yeah, it was a lot closer than what, what the final toll says. So, so well, I mean, they're – that's why, like, when we were doing our scores last week, I'm like, yeah, they're probably going to put 13 on us. I didn't expect the goose egg. I, I mean, wasn't either. Just because they're putting t- points up against other teams. Yep. And they're holding other teams, too. I mean, so we put 40 on them. The only other team to put more than 40 on them, well, there's two. Unconnored Word put 42 on them. And then Washington State put 64 because Washington State's really good this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was kind of figuring that if they got the pressure on them, I wasn't expecting that much pressure. <laughs> um, but maybe they just to the pod and are like, "Oh man, we got to get more pressure." <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe that would be awesome if they do. Like, totally tell us because, man, I don't think I don't. I, I there's no way that they probably listen. But no. hey, um, Bobby does not put this on his weekly podcast that he has to listen to. Probably not. But um, anyways, it would be nice to, to think think that. So, <laughs> oh, man, it is good to just my wife was like, why are you watching this? I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, this is not even a game. I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. It's 40 to zero. That, that's a great game. Yeah. She's like, well, don't you want it closer? I'm like, no, then I'm all like angst up and nervous <laughs> as hell. And I'm like. Hey, I can relax. I can so relax cool. and enjoy this one and sip a beer and don't even like. Uh, I'm good. It's so like, funny because before the game started, I said the same thing to my wife. I'm like, oh. I could really use a blowout because I'm so <laughs> sick of these close games where I'm just like a nervous freaking wreck and I'm yeah. standing close to the TV and trying to call out things like they they can hear me. I'm like I just need a game where they blow them out and it's just fun. Like yeah. okay, I don't have to stress out. We're just. <laughs> You know, and then I started stressing out, going, "Hey, we want to keep that goose egg. Don't let him score." You know, then you start going, "Oh, because you want it so bad for him." It's almost like, oh yeah, you know, in hockey when a goalie is trying to get that goose egg and how hard that is, and oh yeah, shut out, and you know, to get the shutout for the defense, that's just huge because you always worry that they might get some garbage score at the end. You know, when you're trying to get guys reps and stuff, but yep. I don't think anybody from the starters down to you know third string guys that maybe getting in was going to let them. Get a get a point on the board on Saturday. Well, I, I, just the amount of uh, goose eggs, as you would say, that we've had in the last couple of years. Like for a long time, we hadn't had one, right? And then now, the last couple of years, it's just like holy cow, we've had a couple of them. Yeah. Um, and so 
it's really hard. I would like to know, I heard this on um, a, a podcast that I listened to, how many Big Sky teams have had goose eggs compared, like um, the amount of numbers? Because so Bobby said it tonight, and I can't remember. I think okay. we've had six. Because Montana State and Weber State probably have to be pretty close. But he said that because Tabes, I think, looked it up, and they said that we lead, we lead that stat. Like uh, okay. lead it. Whatever, okay. whatever that. I don't know how far they went back. Whatever that was, maybe just during Bobby's time. Because it seems like that. we lead that though for whatever yeah. period he went back to. You know, um, I mean, it's crazy to think in two games Northern Colorado hasn't put a point against us the last yeah. we played them. Well, and it's crazy to think the last two games, Riley Wilson has had five sacks. Huh. That's wild. so he's hitting that guy right there is a beast. He's hitting yeah. his stride. He's coming back from that injury that he had. Um, we've had what twelve sacks in the last two games. Yeah, and we always say like we want to get be starting to play our best ball going into. Oh November. yeah. Well, that's what we're doing, and yeah. we're going to November where we need to, you know, I mean. Weeks ago, we're talking, man, if we could get, you know, if we could maybe beat another Colorado, yeah. maybe beat Portland State and pull out two wins out of those four. Yeah. Well, the two are already there. Now let's just yeah. win. Let's, let's just finish the dang tape and run finish. the table here. That's what yeah. I want to do. Um, well, and just, just to think that we're, we're playing our best and, and our, our, you know, we've got a hard schedule, but man, you've got two of the last three games at home mm-hmm. um, with, these quarterbacks that you're going to play, the Caden Bennett. I don't, he wasn't here last year, was he? I don't think he played last year if he no, was. No. So he hasn't played in Wagner is. So that's going to be totally different. You're going to have our defense flying to the ball and just all and over the place. It's a damn night game. This and night game. Too. And so, you know, that, that makes a big difference when it's a night game, I think. Yeah. You know, it's just it seems like it's just there's some kind of aura about that and stuff. Yeah. The team gets fired up, the crowd, they're a little more lubricated than normal and freaking are going nuts too. The students definitely are because I'm sure they've been partying all day. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it, I kind of wish we'd like for this weekend bust out them black jerseys again. That was Ooh. freaking cool, but I don't yeah. think we are because I haven't seen anything. There was a cool graphic that the Montana put out today with three of the players and stuff. Yep. I saw that too. It was pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, Montana has their destiny in their hands, right? Yeah. You went out, you're, you're number one. Yeah. With the cats. So that's one of our questions, I think, was uh, let me just, we'll just address it since we're talking about it right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Shay was asking me um, this weekend. Uh, Shay Rosberg, he says, you know, he wanted to check. He goes, if we win out from here on out, when beat Sac, yep. Portland, and the Kitties, we're conference champs. Yes, that yep. is the case because yep. we have even if even if Idaho wins out, we have the tiebreaker because we the beat Idaho. Yep. So we went out. I mean, our destiny's in our hands. We would win the Big Sky Conference Championship, and I mean, right now where they've got us three, and the coaches pull four in the media, mm-hmm. we'd get a top four seed. Well, even I'm if the we, two seed if we're going and beating two more ranked opponents. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it's kind of hard to think about that. You know, it's one, one game at a time. Yeah, but one game at a time. As fans, you think about that because we haven't had one since, what, 2010? Yeah, I was going to say and 10 or 12, something like that. So 2011, I think we did, but it was revoked. So uh, I saw um, that we won. 
Yeah. I still count it. Yeah, I still count it too. I still count it too. But, but yeah, it has yeah. been that long. I mean, yeah. So 14 years. It's it's time. And I mean, we have the opportunity. But like you said, our players, they need to focus on one thing. Yeah. You know, I'm sure the coaches and everybody are like, look, don't listen to the media, don't listen to all the hype. We have one job, and that's this revenge tour that we're on too, it feels like. Exactly. Steinback. Well, we haven't beat Sack in like four years. Yeah. I think it's I mean, they've been yeah. they've had our number. Yeah. Um, so it's time to get in there and roll. I mean, last year was that you know, Lucas gets hurt because that targeting foul, and then we have that controversial stupid out of with, is yeah. he on out of bounds? Is he yeah. not? I mean, all that that horse crap. So yeah, what I'd love to see is us just piss pound them this weekend. Exactly. I mean, like leave no doubt, yep, step on their throats, freaking, you know. Sorry, boys. You know we're taking this back now. Remember the Titans. Leave no doubt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go into that. Let's go into Sac State. Sure. So, uh, some numbers, guys, to throw out you, because uh, I'm a nerd. Um, they're the number one red zone offense in the conference. Number three scoring offense total. Number three rushing offense and touch rushing touchdowns. Uh, number five passing offense and the third less sacks against. So uh, they've got a pretty good, pretty good offensive line. They have a quarterback that has been balling, who has a multi-threat quarterback on them. Their defense has been good. Um, number score, uh, number four scoring defense. They're the number three red zone defense. A lot of their defense is is pretty. You know, probably top three, top four in, in the conference. Um, and so Sac State six and two overall, three and two in the conference. Uh, just to go down their their schedule, guys. They played Nichols and they beat them 38 to 24. They played Texas AM Commerce, which is a newly FCS school. Yep. They went from division two. They beat them 38-24. Uh, or sorry, 34 to 6, sorry, win. Uh, they went to Stanford and beat their old ball coach 30 to 23. Cool. That was awesome. I, that was. I actually enjoyed that one. So. Yeah, it was. It was a good, it was a good win. Uh, that next game, they played Idaho really tough at Idaho. Uh, 27 to 36 loss there. Uh, went to Northern Arizona. I think it was two. Uh, maybe it was. I don't know if it was at Northern Arizona, but they I was. I think it was at Northern Arizona. Uh, 31 to 30 win there. Really close one. Um, played Montana State. They lost 30 to 42, which that was a lot closer. Yeah. At the late, it, it got away from them as well. Um, and then this last week, they played Idaho State 51 to 16, which we'll talk about that game a little bit because that kind of showed some things too that we kind of yeah. saw. Um, but, you know, some other numbers, guys, they're scoring 32 plus points a game. They're rushing 189 yards um, plus a game, passing 244. So they're pretty, pretty evenly. They're trying to be balanced. They're they're trying to be balanced. And their, their main quarterback. I mean, he's one of their top rushers too. Yeah. uh, Number one. So, yep. Uh, Their down percentage. They're pretty, pretty darn good. 50%. uh, Fourth down percent. They're 64% on fourth down. Uh, They've lost eight fumble or they've had four, eight fumbles. They've lost four. Um, and so red zone, they're 35 of 38. Goodness gracious. Are they, 26- are they throwing any picks? Have you read that? Um, they have had six interceptions. Okay. So on that, that's just Caden. I don't know if they've had Carson camp in there as well, but I only looked at Caden Bennett's 
He's had 12 touchdowns and six interceptions. So you mentioned that Idaho State game. The reason we bring that up is because they were down 16-14 to to Idaho State, and then they switched quarterbacks to this number 17, Carson Conklin, who went 14-21 for 235 yards and three touchdowns. It was kind of like – So that's this game coming up. I'm sure both coaching staffs are going – well, who the hell are you going to play? I mean, are we going to play Ayat? Are we going to throw him out there? Are they going to throw Conklin? Are we going to have a battle of freshmen? I don't know. You know, yeah. um, I think we're, I mean, for us, I think we're going to see both Clifton and Ayat again. I think we're going to see what we did this weekend and have, have a dual quarterback thing is what I yeah. think we're going to see. Um, if they're, if they're more susceptible to run and we're getting our run game going, we're going to see Clifton out there. If we need to start slinging the ball around, well, then they'll put Ayat out there. And the thing is, is he can run, too. We saw him doing some draws running down the field. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. They got they have a good D-line, though. Yeah. Um, the one to watch out for is number 41, uh, Deshaun. Deshaun Lynch. Yep, he is a man-child out there. So, uh, he's really good. Uh, they're 25, best- 25 tackles, four and a half sacks, four and a half tackles for loss. Yeah, he's big too. He's in like 285. Yeah, he's like 6'3, 285. Uh, he's yeah. a big dude. So, yeah. we're gonna have to double up on him probably. He's their, he's their version of Alex Governor. Yep, basically. Yep. Uh, they've got a good safety number seven, Carmen Brassard. Uh, Brassard, yep. And then, uh, their linebacker Bailey is really Bailey. Too. Yeah, he, he he's he sees the he sees the field great. Yeah, moves so back. Ba- real well. Bailey and Brissuard are their top two tacklers. Bailey yeah. has got sixty nine tackles, three and a half tackles for loss, one sack. I believe he's preseason as well. I think he um, will. in the conference, and then they've got another offensive preseason uh, with their tight end uh, Marshall Martin, uh, Cameron Brissuard, fifty five tackles that you mentioned. He's got two mm-hmm. interceptions, um, and then their other line, linebacker I was really impressed with is Brock Mather, forty two tackles, three tackle. Three and a half tackles for loss, a half a sacks, and two interceptions as well. So the inside of their defense is is pretty yeah. good. They're good, so, and they want to stop the run. They did a good job yeah. at Stanford. So that's where it leans me to going, we may see more Ayat because yeah. um, they are susceptible. Their corners aren't – that's probably their weakness is their corners. Mm-hmm. Yep. So And we've got some pretty dang good receivers that are just keep getting better. So yeah. we may be able to take advantage of that. So we might see a little more Ayat because of that. Or more um, screen more, plays as well. Yeah, more screen plays. Yep, running yes. up the flat and stuff, and then getting yeah. our our linemen out in the outside block. And so, it'll be interesting to see what game plan the coaches come with. But I mean, we we can do this. It's yeah. I, I feel like I feel way better about this game than I did earlier this year. Um, yeah, I, I really feel like we're gonna show out. You know, because there's still people out there chirping like. Oh, your schedule isn't, you know, oh, you have to use your schedule and all this stuff. It's like, no, we're taking down I, the teams that we're supposed to. I yes, got into it on Twitter against, as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> we had that loss against NEU, but I think that was a wake-up call for a whole team. Yeah. Yep. And ever since then, our old line has been just playing, you know, like they are Dola. Um, yeah. The defense has had a wake-up too, and they're playing with their, their hair on fire right now. So, yep. I mean, it's all – Good things, and usually historically, good Bobby teams. That's they'll start out, and they just keep getting better and better and better as the season goes on, and that's what we're seeing. Yeah. Well, going to some of their their offensive guys to watch, guys. We kind of went over their defense and kind of went over their guys to watch as well. Uh, we kind of mentioned Caden Bennett, um, twelve touchdowns, six interceptions, sixteen hundred yards that he's passed for, uh, and then he's also their leading rusher, yep. um, and so a multi threat quarterback there. 
you know, one thing that I mentioned to uh, you, Luke, uh, off air is just the absent of Fulcher. Marcus Fulcher is there. There was their starting running back, yeah. which he's a smaller running back, but he's very elusive and he did a lot of uh, the outside and, and, and really able to catch the passes out of the backfield. I think he was the guy that uh, during a playoff game, like either ran or caught a touchdown and then went into the stands and grabbed the beer. Oh, <laughs> wasn't he the one that grabbed the he, beer? He may have been. Yeah. I think it was that uh, that guy when they were playing Incarnate Word. So um, I don't know if he's hurt or what the deal is. Like, yeah, he only had two. Saying, he has two carries against Montana State, and then didn't have any against Idaho State. I don't know if he had an injury or if he was just maybe they're trying to save him up. I don't. I have no clue. But the other guy that is second to him is Ezra Molini, sixty-two carries, two hundred sixty-five yards. He averages about 4.3, but that's only 37 yards average, which, yeah. you know, Caden's they doing that. They much for as much offense as they put up. You know? Exactly. Um, and then, you know, their, their tight end, uh, like we mentioned, preseason all-conference, that Marshall Martin, um, yeah. he, he's really good. They use him as a kind of like what we use Grossman as. Um, yeah, they, he's their Travis Kelsey. Like they, yeah. they put him out as a wide out. They move him yeah. around. That's they. That's what it reminds me of watching film. It was like, yeah. Well, they think he's Travis Kelsey out there. That's what they think. So, yeah. so that's going to be really interesting of how they use him and how our linebackers kind of match up with him. I think our 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 linebackers can match up with him just fine. I think Hill um, matches up good because he's got the speed to match up with him. So. Yeah, I think Ryan Wilson does too. Wilson Wilson's too. Yeah. Speed. Um, we're going to use him to go get to the quarterback. I think, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Um, so yeah, it, it, it it's interesting because you just don't know what's going to happen with their quarterback. Yeah. Like which quarterback are they going to use? You know, I, I would tend to, and I think you said this earlier too, is you kind of want to see the freshman that yeah. does more passing just it's because like, we've like, gotten to the quarterback. Yeah. It gives us a better chance to get to him. Yeah, and and we're like the the running quarterback number one. If if we're trying to get to him and, and we open up a lane at all, yeah. he has the possibility like Clifton does. Yeah, to take the ball, and run you know fifteen yards down the field, especially running man, and no one's paying attention. Yeah. So for me, yeah, I'm thinking the freshman would be I'd rather see him start him, even though he just had a great game against Idaho State. But yep. it seems like our defense would be better able to get to him and cause havoc where. One is going to be out there. Look, he's looking to run because he's yeah. their top rusher. So, yeah, that's that's a guy where we really have to stay in our lanes and make sure we do our assignments. Everybody do their one eleventh, so that we don't let him bust out a big play. Well, and it's it's going to be interesting because both of those guys probably have not played in Wagres. I know, I, I know the freshman hasn't, but Caden Bennett. I don't know if he was here last year as well, but um, I should look that up. But uh, he he they're not going to be able to experience. Uh, what Wagris is and uh, just the coldness as well. Um, I wonder, you know, I'm, I wonder if they were like, hey, you know, when we're scheduling, so you know, they November, are. we should we should schedule a California school. Haslam has talked about this. <laughs> um, like they'll go with Bobby and talk about which games. Yeah, we have to have a few night games, and I, Bobby's I think said this in the pressure or somewhere before. It's like, yeah. We have a night game. What California California school are we playing in November? That's yeah. our night game. Yeah, and because it's, it's cold, cold out. and they don't like the cold. And yep. you know, 
And I'm sure Andy Thompson, their head coach, who is one of our former players, um, in fact, him and I roomed together for a while. He uh, he's trying to prep him like it's going to be cold, guys. You know, and trying yeah. to prep him. I'm sure they're playing the loudest music they can at their practices and stuff. But you know, it, Sac State's little stadium is a thousand times different than playing in Wagner is, especially at night when it's cold and the fans are going nuts. And yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be quite the experience for him. Hopefully, it's it's too much and. We see a bunch of false starts because the north end zone is going nuts out there and yep. screaming their heads off because they're all tanked and just having a blast. So I want to see some snow too. Oh man, make yeah. it even worse for them. <laughs> it, it, it's such a good TV product. To get the oh snow yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that Caden Bennett, uh, he was originally prior to Sacramento State, he originally committed to Boise State. Okay. He transferred to Nevada in 2019 for his red shirt. Um, in 2021, he saw five games as a reserve quarterback. Um, made his debut against Cal, against uh, fellow quarterback Asher O'Hara. Um, 2022, he played six games. Uh, also had two completions against Northern Colorado, Eastern Washington, Utah Tech. So looking at like his like games, um, he did not play us. I don't. I'm looking through here. So this is his first time then. Yeah, I I don't I I don't see any like the doesn't go back to the 2021, um, that far back. Well, even I mean, even then he yeah. wasn't a quarterback because there was a no. dual quarterback no. system. So, yeah. So this is his first, his first. So, um, so you you were mentioning the weather. I just decided to check it out. So the forecast for Saturday: high of forty-seven, low of 40 percent chance of rain. Ooh. So, Ooh. Um, there's a good chance Ooh. night game. You know, you're right. We're teetering right on that that level. I mean, because it can come on snow. We might get a little nice. snow action. I love it. Love it. Love it. Just fires you up as a player. Oh yeah. When it starts snowing. Oh man. Um, so you know, what do you think? You know, their kicker as well. And I Zach Schreiner, um, number three in the big sky, guys, eleven of fourteen. Um, so if it, it's close, you know, they've got a good field goal kicker. Um, I'll still take Glasgow over him anytime. Um, and so but what do you think your keys are to the game, uh, Luke? Um, so like for us, we need to we need to control our on offense, we need to control the line of scrimmage. Um yeah. we really, I mean, that's gonna be key. They got a great D line. Uh Bailey's awesome. So we need to do our job and protect whether it's Clifton or uh Ayat back there. Um, just need to own that line of scrimmage. That's gonna be key. If we do that. The rest is going to fall in place for our offense. On yeah. defense, um, if one's pressure. in there, we, we need to, we need to get pressure on him, but also, you know, make sure we contain him and not let, lose our edge and let him get around and make big plays on us. If this freshman quarterback's in there, we just need to pressure him and put him on his back. He ain't going to yeah. want to play very much. So uh, the other thing is, is they do have like these good receivers and stuff. Um, we've tightened up our zone coverage, so we need to keep doing that, and hopefully, we can get some picks on these guys and you know, get some extra possessions out of it. Cause that would be huge for our offense too. 
Well, and one thing that I've cha- I've seen a change in from last year is, especially in the games that we got routed, right, um, it, like against the Kitties, uh, we were not able to get off blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year we've done a whole lot of better, better of a job of getting off blocks um, yeah. when we need to and really doing a, a really great job with that. And that's going to have to continue this yeah. game. Um, and then I, I totally agree with you. Win the tr- trenches and then keep on getting that pressure. If we get the pre- if we win the trenches and, and have the pressure, we're going to win the turnover battle because that's just going to happen. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, like the reason we're getting off blocks, too, is we got Manchild Governor and they're taking yeah, up exactly. two, three, two to three guys at times. Exactly. And we're getting off blocks. So it's freeing up our linebackers to just roam and wreak havoc, which yep. is just I mean, those guys got to be having so much fun out there because of what Gup oh. was doing and our, the rest of our D-line. Plus, I mean, look at Kale. He's coming on strong. He had another sack. Yep. Um, so yep. I was worried about that sack, too, because he kind of DDT'd him down to the ground a little bit. I was like, oh, crap, and they didn't throw the flag. I was like, thank God. Thank God they didn't throw it because it was a sweet sack, but kind of slung him down a little bit. So, I mean, everybody's kind of coming on like they should be. So yeah. um, I, I really, if we can get on them hard and quick, we might take the football out of them faster than we think, especially if it's yeah. cold. They might be like, you know what? We want to get back to California now. <laughs> Start the plane up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing that I, I, just with how much Gubner has has played this year, uh, he he's got to be all conference, if not the best. If if he's not an all American at the end of the season, it's a travesty. It is. It is. First team all American. Exactly. And the only thing is, is, is I, I can't wait to see what he does in the, in the future uh, to get drafted or wherever he lands, because he's going to find a spot on a roster mm-hmm. no matter what. Um, but man, next year, that's going to market in our notes, right? That's going to be the, the star of, of how do we replace governor, right? We've got some capable guys that we haven't, we've seen some good um, things, but you're not going to replace Governor. He's a rare, a yeah, rare he's, talent. He's he's a diamond in the rough for sure. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. I mean, luckily, like linebacker, I keep thinking the same thing. But man, it's the next man up. We just keep pumping out linebacker. Linebacker, yeah. you right? Exactly. Um, but D line is something for sure. We'll talk about after the season's over. We need to address. Yeah. Yep. Um, that is something we got to do. So whether it's transfer portal, um, something because. We it's just one of those things that'll have to be because it's it's hard to replace man child governor out there in beast mode. So, well, yeah. we're we're so thankful that we've had uh, I think Cashmere come back from his injury and, and able Slowly. to play a little bit. Yeah, he's playing a little bit. I think they're yeah. easy back. So, and we haven't really seen Ramos. We saw him in the beginning of the year. I don't know if he's injured or not, or as well, but haven't seen him as much as well. Um, so, it'd be interesting to see what happens with that. And next year we'll get Noose back too. Yeah, she'll be good, but he's out for the whole season. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's definitely something will have to be addressed in the off season. But for now, we should all enjoy it. Like so many people, just when you know we're on defense, they're watching the offensive football. Don't, oh, don't watch guns. Don't. Watch ninety nine. Yeah. Just watch him just freaking wreck havoc out there. I wish we could just like thank, you'll thank us later. Yeah, I wish you could you could go on to like your TV and just lock on. Like, okay, I want to watch this guy. No matter what what happens, just lock on to a guy. Because, yeah. oh, my gosh. I wish we had the ability to watch the end zone footage. Because that Exactly. So like, whenever whenever I make it to the games at Washington Grizz, I always like sitting in the end zone because I like watching the plays develop. Yeah. Watch the line play and stuff. So, I'm always going to sit in the end zone. Yeah. That's where I'll be for uh, Grizz Cat this year. Nice. Uh, 
That's awesome. Uh, you ready for uh, some questions, or you want to do prediction uh, predictions after questions? I I'm good either way. Let's do predictions. I, I want to know your prediction. Uh, as you all know, uh, we do a season or our predictions weekly. Uh, as of right now, Luke, you are on top four games to three. Uh, he beat me by one point last week. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that's well, like you said, we threw out the Ferris State game. We so did have to throw that so Ferris State game. Like, roll that one out. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, I've got. 2817 Grizz win. 2817 Grizz. Nice. Nice. All right. So um just to run down this real quick, the polls, coaches poll were three, media poll were four. Versus app has got us at four as well. Okay. Um, I ran it in versus. They actually had us losing. They had Grizz 23, Sack 24, which is a weird-ass score. That's like, mm. I don't know, getting a PAT missed or something. Yeah. Um, which is weird because they have us ranked higher than Sack. Like, you look at the different offensives, to te- like, they give us grades. All of our grades are higher. But sometimes, like, I think that likes to throw an upset or something. I don't know. Hmm. Either, either way, they've been wrong a lot this season with us, so I don't trust them again. Uh, my prediction is – a little bit closer than yours. Grizz, well, higher scoring on offense. Grizz 31, sack 24. Okay. 31, 24. I would much rather see 17. Um, <laughs> and after, I mean, last week, you know, I was thinking, like, you know, because of all the points that UNC had been scoring against good teams, they yeah. put 13 on us, but the goose egg. So, I mean, if our defense like that shows up again and are able to get pressure, um, I mean, See the, 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 the hard to score against when we're doing things like that and taking the yeah. ball away. See, and I, I since UC Davis, no one scored over twenty three points on us. I mean, and even when we were playing at our worst, Northern Arizona only scored twenty eight. Yeah. So you know that I, I that, like it. I I I don't like my score now. <laughs> <laughs> but I wrote. Well, down. I think you're right under. You're right in there. That 24, yeah. 23 range is yeah. It's just, probably where they're going to wind up. Yeah. I'd much rather see us like 17, but um, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm like I said, I'm, try, I'm trying not to wear my maroon goggles. I'm trying to be <laughs> realistic about this. So, yeah. Either way, I, I think we're going to get this W because this is, uh, since this is Bobby's been this back, he hasn't beat Sac State. No. So, this is, this is important, especially after last year. And what happened when it was like, if we win that game last year, that changes our season again. It's not, we're not in this losing role. Yep. So um, it's there's some payback and some revenge here, just like the Idaho game that the team's well, and you know we we've got to step up. You know if we want to be the best, we've got to beat the best, and we have not done that. We, if you really look at it, and you got to be honest with ourselves, we haven't beat the best teams. We really haven't. <laughs> no, I mean we do, this year we've doing it. We, we, we this year we've been doing Idaho, it, but in the past but we haven't. In the past we haven't. So. You know, if we want to be the best, we got to beat the best. And, you know, I think that's probably like the. I'm the laughing. Horse. I'm like going, woo, for Ric Flair. Because I think he's. <laughs> you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. You know, it's like, I love it. That's right. That's right. It's, it's true. My inner, my inner Ric Flair. If we want to if we want to be the number three team in the nation or better and get this, yeah. we need to go out there and take care of business and kick exactly. these two Yeah. So let's go do it. We do that. We've got home field advantage. 
probably throughout and the playoffs. If we win out, we're top, top at least top two, top yeah, three. Like we said, that's Big Sky Conference Championship, which yep. we haven't done in years. So, I mean, it's all on our, it's all out there for us to grab right now. Yeah. So we just got to go get it. Well, and, and just Our to let everybody game. know as well as is Bobby tied Jerome Sowers for most big sky wins this last That's game. Right. So he did. if he wins this game, he's all time winning as coach in big sky history as well. So that's just the cherry on top too. You, you know, stop the bleeding against the Sac state wins and you become the winningest coach. Um, uh, probably Andy Thompson probably does that. one. <laughs> does not want that on his resume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, you know, uh, Tom, we let Thompson win last time where he beat us. So it's like when he yeah. was the D coordinator. Yeah, so, but no, that's just it. They Sack's got a good defense. He's a defensive minded coach, um, and he's gonna have them ready. I mean, and he's a good yep. coach. So, yep. um, but there's nothing I'd like more than giving Andy an L coming back home to Wagres. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's do some fan questions. I, sure. I got some Twitter ones here. Um, Corey Bleak at uh, Bleak Corey. Uh, where's the chasm in talent and depth in coaching that MSU fans and FCS experts assure all us delusional Grizz fans existed between the MSU and SDSU and the rest of the FCS? Um, I think that was probably, you know, a little well too okay. early. When, yeah, when you look at that. You know, at the beginning of the season when those two teams played, mm-hmm. I mean, that was when we were playing like crap. And I mean, yeah. after the loss against NAU, I would not have thought we were sitting where we're at right now. Oh, no, no, not at all. I mean, no one did. And so, no. it's just back then, I think a lot of the quote unquote experts were like, yeah, um, because you know, this is like it almost looked like we were rebuilding and all the rest of the FCS too. Well, yeah. you know, everybody's got to play every game and. I still think SDSU, they're number one. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. They just beat the crap out of USD this weekend, and I thought USD would play a little bit closer. Um, So they're, hands down, the best out there right now. Yeah. Uh, But obviously, with the Cats lost to Idaho this weekend, they're vulnerable. Which, that that game was so weird. It it seemed... Like like the, the and I watched that game because where I was working, <laughs> they only had that game on. <laughs> so like it it was not, uh, kitty esque as you would say. Um, and so you know I I don't think that's going to be something that they're going to be like oh that's going to how we're going to play out throughout the whole year. They're going to be back. They're a good team. They're yeah, they're top, a good team. It, they're a top. Hope, they're a top four in, team. Into their thing where they burn the clock and burn the clock yeah. and took away possessions and stuff. Yep. And I mean, you know, the cats had a chance. Oh yeah, uh, to tie it and go into overtime, but their kicker missed. Their kicker's yep. been missing a lot. He's definitely yeah. a liability out there for. Yeah, him, which you he's know, too tall, six nine, nine man. Yeah, you can't so have like a the, six like nine kicker. <laughs> uh, uh, Corey also says, uh, "How much of uh, Ayat do we see versus Sac State?" Do the uh, coaches trust him enough to play him in a big game? I well, say yes. I think I would say one hundred percent yes. They do because if if they didn't trust him, they wouldn't throw him out there. Like, no, Bobby's not. not Bobby's not going to throw out a freshman, and that he doesn't. He doesn't no. do that. He, he, he doesn't does. play freshman. No, Ayat earned no. his way up there because we'd been hearing about that him yeah. doing well, and 
him coming in was a hundred percent planned. That wasn't, yeah. oh, let's throw him in there. It was they. That was part of the script. Was yep. putting him out there, um, and they felt like, hey, here's the opportunity to do it. He said, like I think in the press or afterwards, you know, they've he's been the number two for four weeks. I think we yeah. kind of figured out. We think it was the Davis game Davis where he probably came number two because yep. we noticed that some of the guys were like Chris Brown were dressed out and who out wasn't dressed out. Yep. So. Um, I think from there on, he's been the number two and it just hasn't felt right. Well, now it's perfect because he gets his red shirt still. Oh, but yeah. Well, and that's, and that's probably the one reason why they, they picked this game is, yeah. you know, he can play four games and go into and a, playoffs and it, he doesn't lose his red shirt. No. And, and I think they do trust him and he he has poise. Oh, I mean, yeah. Look, he, he, the moment was definitely not too big for him. Yeah. So I, I definitely think we're going to see him this week, especially because it feels like to me on that defense at Sac State, the, the one spot that we could maybe expose is their corners, especially with yep. our wide receivers we have. Yep. And I, I love Clifton. He's, he's he's a great leader out there, but Ayat throws a more accurate ball than him. Yeah. So. Well, and you, I, I'm just thinking, and, and just with Ayat, two-step drop, turn, throw to your, your, your wide receiver mm-hmm. on that outside have another wide receiver block for you and just have our our guys just make those those plays right we have so many wide receivers that can make those plays well white is underused fonts is um is amazing bergen like just do crossing routes and just quick quick passes out to the outside and see what your your wide receivers can do well, the one thing we haven't seen yet is two quarterbacks in there at the same time. We haven't. And so I keep waiting for that thing to come out where Clifton and Ayotte are both in there or something. What about, you know? yeah, Ayotte, Clifton, and Gilman. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's like, you know, all this. I mean, it's, and Pease has got, I mean, we saw that. Oh, yeah. Was it where they did the uh, Boise State Statue of Liberty? Statue of Liberty. Yep. It's there's those things. Pease has those things in there. Guys like running that stuff. It's fun. Gets them excited. So, I'm still waiting for that that uh, that to happen, where we see that little wrinkle. I mean, I don't know well, if we'll see it this week or not, but you never know. I think that you know how much of Ayat do you see in this game? I think it's going to depend on what they're giving us. Mm-hmm. Like, I I no doubt think that um, we're going to see in this at least the same amount that we did this game. Yep, yeah, I agree. And if they are giving us like like you said, Luke, if we can, you know, take take advantage of their cornerbacks, you can see him in there a whole lot more. Um, but I think this is going to be in their game plan for the rest of the season, where they get him in there, and they have a you know a double threat where they can throw, they can pass. Um, we're man, still we're still a run first team, but Sack exactly loves putting nine in the box. Yep, against offenses. So um, with that. It's more advantageous to pass. So, but we're gonna we're gonna test it. We're gonna see if we can get that run game going because our play action game works real well too. But you saw yeah. Ayat running some play action too. So it's not like the offenses like it felt like we talked about earlier. It felt like totally changed when Bidlack would come in. Like it was running two different offenses. When Ayat's in there, it doesn't feel like they're running two different offenses. Yeah, I mean, it feels like it's still the same type of offensive plays. It's just that he's got the poise and stuff to get rid of that ball, and he has a little bit of that sixth sense. To notice when guys are chasing him down, he's not getting smoked, and he can, you know, get on his wheels and get out of get out of there and, and and keep the play alive. And and let's not and let's be honest with ourselves, right? He's still a freshman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not he's not a hundred percent, you know, 
the guy. He, he's going to make mistakes, guys. Like th- this is don't yeah. get so high on a guy um, like we did with with Vidlack, right? Coming out of the the, the spring yeah. season, where I think a lot of people kind of got too high on him, and and there's other things that happened too that you know we won't get into that I think that could have gone better, but. Um, that's not to say that, that he's not going to, he's going to make some mistakes. He yeah. is a fresh, he is a true 100% freshman last year. He was playing football in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> so but let's not, let's I, not, you know, put him on a pedestal. Too I commend high. the coaching staff for playing him though, because oh, yeah. we've all said that it's like, you know, look, Idaho's doing all these other teams are doing. If you got the talent, put them out there. Well, oh. our coaching staff went and he earned it and they went, okay, we'll put yeah. you out there. Which is huge for Bobby because he doesn't play freshman. He usually doesn't. He's notorious. No. So maybe this is the new Bobby. I don't know. You know, it's like we're seeing things that he normally didn't do. He's getting excited, um, fired up on the sidelines. I mean, yeah. I don't. You know, some people complain about the penalties he gets. I'm like, I don't care. Like it, it juices up the team and gets them fired up. So yeah, yeah. It's uh, I don't know. It's fun. I'm having so much fun watching Chris football right now. Like I know, right? Fun. Like, so I was. Again, after NAU, I was rude, like, oh, crap, this season's going to suck. <laughs> and, no, this I'm having so much fun watching Grizzly football. I just, like, every week, the game's over. I'm like, okay, we can do this podcast Monday. Then it's like, okay, yep. what's, what's next? The coaches show is Wednesday. And yep. then next thing you know, it's freaking game day. And, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. It's awesome. So, uh, I got another one here for – I'm going to totally, be, like, like not do your name very right. Yeah, M. <laughs> Thoricht. So at Ford 61, Tom, I'm just going to go with, okay. Um, What an awesome game. This team seems to be in the typical Bobby Houck fashion, getting better as season goes along. Absolutely. As a former lineman, I'm loving the way both sides of the ball have been playing the last few games. Can you think of an interior lineman as fun to watch as Gub? No. No, not at all. (laughs) Like like we said a little bit earlier, you want to enjoy the game? Watch Gub. Don't watch the yeah. ball. Watch Gubs. Watch him just truck people. And I love when he makes a good play and he does his bench press move or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. It's so cool to see him do that. But yeah, yep. we are we are lucky to see Gubner. I mean, you know, we talk about transfer portal. You know, so oh, yeah. Pac 12 so could have nabbed him him up. Oh, yeah. And he's a grizz through and through. I mean, he came from California. He's a mountain man now. I mean, yeah. Gov's the mountain guy. It's awesome. I love it, man. I loved how he was asked if, uh, um, would you like playing in the heat or, or in the cold? And he's <laughs> like, oh, I'd rather, I'd rather play in the cold. Then I don't sweat. Typical <laughs> <laughs> All of us slime it. Give us the cold, you know. Yeah. I'll go short short sleeve. You know, again, this week it was cold out there. They're all short sleeve. It's like it's so much more comfortable playing in the cold. So you're not just sweating your butt off and stuff. Yeah. So. yeah. I thought that was awesome. Uh, another one here, good old Grizzly at good old Grizzly. Um, what is happening on defense that is different from last year? So well, I know on the secondary, we're running a lot more zone. But I was going like, to say that a lot more. We're running zone. a lot more yeah. man before. And then um, nothing against Robbie. Robbie was more of a linebacker. Like he oh, yeah. filled the hole and was a run stopper. And now we've got Trajan back there and our other guys that are more you know, in the, in the past coverage and stuff. And, yep. you know, I mean, we got Tim Houck helping us with the secondary with these different zone coverages. You got Ronnie Bradford bringing his little thing. So I think it's a little bit of both Tim and Ronnie, yep. you know, with their tweaks and stuff. And it's really helping us. Well, 
And this is a question that I have for you, uh, Luke. Did you see Trevin Gradney out there? I didn't see Gradney out there. You say that, I'm like, oh gosh. I saw a lot of. uh, I saw a lot of Kleshwick or whatever. I can't say his name. Um, And Corbin uh, Walker, and I saw um, Jackson, but I did not see Gradney. You have to rewatch and see. Now that you said that, um, I don't remember seeing him a lot out there. I didn't see him a lot out there, if not anything. It's possible that he may have a little bit of a bug. because another person we didn't see was McGinnis, and yep. it's not he's not in trouble. Or I he he yeah. had the flu or something. Like he's sick. Yeah, this is what I heard. He's just flat ass sick, and that's why he didn't. You know, he was so, out there. So yeah, and that could be. I mean, there could be. You know, this is a thing that people don't realize. You know, flu bugs will go through teams and stuff. And we just look at the NFL. Patrick Holmes just had the worst game of his life, and he had the flu. You yeah. Know? So yeah, things like that will happen. It's possible that Gradney and McGinnis both had the flu this week, and that's going yeah. around the damn team. And you know, those are the little insider things that you'll never hear at a presser or anything like that. Oh, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Sick or you yeah. know, or someone's girlfriend they just broke up with them and they're pissed <laughs> off, or you know, so um the good thing is most of the guys at the pressure, like Bergen and Hill, seem very healthy and stuff. So hopefully yeah. they they got you know the flu caught and got those guys home and so it's not passing around the whole team. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I believe we got one more here uh, from Timothy Pratt. Uh, I'm new to your podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts for the Big Sky Conference. I'm a diehard Grizz fan, and it took me about three days of research to figure out who you guys are. (laughs) So please introduce yourself because your new listeners want to know about you. You want to go first, Luke? Oh, sure. Um, This is... (laughs) This is funny. It's like, okay, so my name is Luke Rounds. I actually <laughs> grew up in Missoula, Montana. Uh, played high school football at Sentinel High School where we didn't win a single varsity game. And then walked on for the Grizz. Uh, played for two years before I got hurt. Blew my disc out in my back. And then became assistant D-line coach for the last two years uh, with Lance Robinson and uh, Coach Bresky under Joe Glenn. So that was my thing. And then after college, I actually had to move to South Dakota for work and been living here since, but I make it back to Missoula for quite a few games and still have family out there and all that stuff. So, yeah. and I'm luckily lucky enough to have three rings, got one national championship ring and two big sky conference champions. That's awesome. I haven't seen those. I need to see those. Played with some amazing, amazing men and football players. And like, for instance, Andy Thompson, him and I were roommates when we were freshmen in double days and I snored so bad that he moved in with Skinner. <laughs> Skinner. He's like, dude, I cannot sleep. You're freaking snoring so bad. <laughs> so little, that little is awesome. story there. So that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, my name is Adam Healy. Uh, grew up in Montana. I'm from originally from Laurel right outside Billings. I have been a diehard Grizz fan since birth. Uh, my grandfather is in the hall of fame uh, up there. He played any sport you can say, you know, track, football, baseball, basketball. Um, he played for the in the 50s for the Grizz. He also coached um, right after in the 60s. And so um, it's in my blood to be a Grizz fan. Uh, you're you're kind of ostracized if you're not. So I've <laughs> uh, been, been watching the Grizz since I was a little tyke. Uh, love sports. Uh, was not able to play uh, college sports, but uh, I'm immersed with 
anything and everything with sports. Uh, now I am in Sheridan, Wyoming, and uh, I am a teacher over here and uh, dabble in real estate. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's awesome to to have an outlet where we can talk sports. Yeah. Um, and that's why we kind of created this is, is, hey, you know, instead of, you know, especially Luke and I, you know, we're away from friends. We're away from family. Um, yeah. we, we listen to podcasts galore where, you know, we're. We're, we're so thankful that we have podcasts now back in the day when, you know, we were probably still grow or, you know, we were around and we were so avid sports fans. You didn't have no. Riley having a podcast. You didn't have culture having a podcast um, slash radio show. Yeah. You didn't get this. And so um, we're fortunate to have Riley to have his, we're fortunate to have culture and, you know, the Grizz fan podcast, you know, they're, they're great guys. They have oh, yeah. a good podcast. Uh, um as well so um we listen to i know for me i listen to all of them yeah um and we, we listen to every grizz stuff that we can get um, yep like you were saying back in the day like when after i graduated yeah i couldn't watch the games because they yeah. were on tv like until we yeah. got to the playoffs yeah. so you'd be listening to mick and gerns if you could find a way to get their their broadcast because it was before we had all these apps to get it yeah. so like <laughs> now i mean i feel so fortunate that we have like espn plus where you can see every game anywhere you want and yeah we said all the podcasts and the shows and you can see every presser because they put them on twitter and yeah i mean it's it's a great time to be a grizz fan right now and i mean it's like you were a grizz fan growing up for me i went to I, my parents had season tickets like i remember rolling down the grass end zones and stuff as a kid before they filled those in with seats at Wagres. and that's awesome um i'm i don't remember going to to um dorm blazer uh, as a kid, I don't think we did. I think we started going once they built the new stadium in 85 is when I f- we started, first got season tickets. But, yeah, Grizz through and through here on this pod. For exactly. Sure. Exactly. Um, so thank you for the question. You know, that doesn't really yeah. – I never really think about that. So um, thanks for <laughs> reaching out to us and, and uh, keep on listening. Yeah. It makes sense because I'm like, every time I do presentations for work, the first thing I do is like introduction, like <laughs> who you are, how long you've been doing this and all that stuff. <laughs> Here we just love it. We, I think we get so excited. We just jump right in. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. I have one more on eGrizz. And do you have any more? No, no. Shay okay. sent me that question and I think we've answered it a few times. So, Okay. Um, so um, Putter on eGrizz says, Given Ayat looks like the real deal, would you flip the script and give him starting reps against Sack and let McDowell come in as a change of pace? Um, I don't think we're ready for that right now. I think, you know, you go with McDowell right now where they've kind of set the precedence of what they want to do is, is start that ground game and, you know, get them tired and just kind of ground and pound and you know do stuff with the running backs and stuff like that and then you know you kind of look at what they're going to give you and then you can kind of throw in um i got a little bit more a little bit less um and just keep them honest and throw them out there you know i i don't think they're going to give him the reins by any means until maybe maybe next year if i don't know it, it, it's so hard to say right um you know Knock on wood, if, if we have to, we, we, we do it with an injury or anything like that. But um, I think that they, you know, and this is what kind of bothered me is, is at the beginning of the year, why it, it, they could have been doing this with another guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why, ha, why has this 
because the structure of like splitting time with players has been odd, right? It yeah. doesn't. It wasn't smooth. This last game, it was a whole lot smoother. Yeah, it, it was between quarterbacks and running backs. So. Yeah, it was a whole lot smoother, and so. You know why? I, I don't understand why it was a lot, whole lot smoother no. this game than any other the other times. There's, there's something I don't know. You know what's going on behind the scenes of the locker room, but Clifton's definitely the leader of the office. Oh yeah, and so yep. you go with him because he's the leader. Exactly. Um, the one thing I did notice all over Twitter is players sharing Ayat's highlights and stuff, yep. and saying, yep. you know, good for you, good for so. He's a team guy. You'd see him on the sidelines. He's constantly in there, like. The team likes him. They they, yeah. they they love him. He obviously his his dad was a Grizz, a great yeah. Hall of Famer, yeah. and so he knows you know what this program is about. I think loves the Grizzlies too. They probably fo- followed him with. Oh his gosh, team. yeah. And, you know, I mean, my daughter's a diehard Grizz fan because I am. So um, <clears throat> the team loves Ayat. They respond to him too. Nothing against Vidlak. They weren't responding to him like no. you see. Um, where they respond to Cliff, they respond to him. So I I just see Clifton starting and going, and then we're going to use Ayat where needed. Like if we see the nice thing is we have him there. So like if we're just getting, if we can't run, it's like, okay, we need to throw the ball and you want to throw him out there and just let him wing it. Well, all right, you know, put him out there. So uh, we are fortunate though. Like you're just saying, knock on wood, that something were to happen to somebody. We've got, you know, legitimate backup that could come in and play right now and give us an awesome chance to keep things rolling. So we're, we're definitely lucky to have, be in the position we are with quarterbacks because we haven't been in that position for a while. It's been uh, it's been interesting to see this come about. And I, I going into this game, were you were you even expecting? What were the percentages that you were saying? Oh, we'll see how you got this game. Zero. Yeah, zero percent. It, it totally surprised me. If someone says that they knew that was going to happen, they're full of shit or they were uh, at practice or knew some of the coaching staff that let it out that he was coming in because nobody knew about that. Um, yeah. If anything, I thought we might see Vidlak in there, you know, in like, here's what I thought. I thought if we run the start running the score up, we might see Vidlak, we might see Chris Brown. Maybe we'd see a yacht like fourth quarter burn up time because we noticed that he was in over like Brown and them. But I was like, you know, because you're trying to get guys playing time. But we didn't even do that. It was like Clifton and I out the whole time, you know, yeah. we're up 40 to nothing. That was one thing I was like, we're real up. I'm like, okay, you can start pulling some guys now. Uh, yeah, please, please. <laughs> so, you know, one thing we didn't talk about, like, and I think we kind of mentioned it a little bit, but man, like this whole thing about Montana and the polls and, you know, we're, we're, you know, with the whole thing with Idaho, it'll work out no matter what, mm-hmm. you know, it, it kind of seems weird seeing them ahead of us when we beat the head to head. And I understand the whole, whole body perspective of, of this, of the schedule, right? Yeah. You look at who, who and who, but the, the whole thing is, Oh yeah, well we beat an FBS team. Well, I'm sorry, but that FBS school, probably half the big sky would beat that FBS school in Fair Nevada. State, Fair State probably beat him. Oh, Ferris State would definitely beat that team. Um, and so if you want to just hang your laurels on that, that that's just nuts. So it, I'm not too worried about it. It'll end up the way it's going to end up. Yeah. Um, we just need to take care of business. If we, we just need to take care of business. Fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You know. Yep. But just the fact that some people are running like this Sean Anderson at Sean Sanderson Radio. Have you seen his 
his stats perform SDS top 25 ballot. Uh-uh. He has Montana at 17. That guy's a dumbass. So if you want to see someone who knows what they're talking <laughs> about. Um, on, on, and he's a voter. Yeah, it's this, some of these voters are ridiculous. Um, like that? If you want to, if you want to see someone who's level headed and actually watches all the games, like stays up and like watches big sky games, Brian McLaughlin gets he had us as, as two. Yeah, you know, I mean, he actually pays attention to see like the things about more than just like wins losses. He's looking at like the games and stuff that they've played. Um, if you want a good perspective, him. But you're right. There's voters out there that are. I mean, the thing is, you should see the cat fans going crazy right now because they're below us. They are yeah. losing their damn minds. They don't even care about their team. They're just so upset that that they're ranked below us when they have two losses. But because they were against SDSU and Idaho, they're like, "This is wrong." His reasoning uh, outside of the Idaho when it's not and not an exceptionally strong resume. Uh, I I would disagree with that. But plenty of opportunities in the next couple weeks on the road, back to back road wins, back to back road wins. You won at home against a really really good. You know, Division Two team, which that won't get anybody's respect. But hey, go play that team, and and you'll find out yeah. what they can do. Okay. Um, no, no one else is going to play that team. No way. Yeah, so <laughs> like, all they'll lose to him. It'll be interesting, <laughs> at, you know, after we beat Sack this weekend to see what he says. You know, see if he ranks because there's there's another highly ranked team that we just knocked off. That yeah, uh, they, they, that whoever that guy is, he don't. He has his own podcast, so well, I won't be listening to that one. Yeah. Um, Probably won't be. I think Herder had us at two as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of people complain about Sam. I think Sam does a good job for the FCS and knows his football. He does. He does. He does a really good job, and he covers a whole lot um, of stuff there as well. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be a interesting next three weeks. We just need to take care of business. It'll all work itself out. Exactly. So, yeah. Don't don't pay attention to any of them pollsters. Stay away from the stupid cat fans that are just. I mean, God, we live rent free in their heads. Oh man, it was so awesome to just because uh, we have cat fans here in Wyoming, and um, I have a coworker that her boys play for the cats. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice to say, hey, how was your weekend? Oh, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah they love. Oh it. yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that Idaho team. Wait, oh, yeah, we. That we beat, yeah. we beat that team. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was a really nice, really nice, uh, uh, nice day today. I had a great day. <laughs> yeah, that was a good day. Anytime, so, anytime the Grizz have a W and the neighbors got an L, that's a great day. Exactly. <laughs> well, guys, uh, we can't thank you enough for listening. Um, like we've said in the beginning of this, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the product podcast podcast wow goodness <laughs> wherever you get uh the podcast at you can find us also if you want to see these glorious mugs <laughs> um and our bat like at least at least uh luke is doing like the the backdrop you just hey, see my i'm, I'm hiding my, <laughs> my hunting and fishing gear in my chest freezer <laughs> there you go there you go uh at least we, we can do that so but uh you can find us on the fcs fans nation youtube channel um you get us there as well as on uh, Twitter and also on uh, Instagram at Fight on Montana as well. So uh, you can get a hold of any of us on yeah. any of those on our, our private ones too. So love, love the questions. And yeah, and if, if you have a question you want to throw out there that you don't want to throw out in the Twitter verse or yeah, feel free to message it, direct messages. Exactly. Totally you know, yep. happy to, I love talking Grizz football. I know Adam does too. So 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely, guys. Well, we will see you next week, and uh, go Grizz. Go Grizz.